Hallelujah. Can you just lift up your hand, right hand, if you can? Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Tonight, speak a word in season that will change my life forever. In Jesus' mighty name. Can I get a very big amen? Are you excited to be in the house of God? I'm very much excited. Today we want to talk about, we are learning about the kingdom, right? We talked about the um, kingdom, we talked about the kingdom, then we talked about the kingdom life. Last week we talked about the kingdom work, and some of you, I, I, I saw some of you writing your name for the choir, I'm like, wow, praise God. God is faithful, right? So you're going to work for God, right? Oh, it's only one person saying yes. Only Paul wants to work for God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Today we are talking about kingdom power. The kingdom power. Hallelujah. So we take our first Bible reading from Matthew chapter 6. Okay, let me, Matthew chapter 6. Let me read from verse 9. How he taught us to pray. Verse 9. He said, after therefore pray ye. Our Father which art in heaven. Hallelujah. So he's trying to let you know that God is our Father. So you have to approach him as a father, not a judge, not somebody who is looking to count your sins against you. But he said, pray that our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh -huh. Thy kingdom come. That means that we want God's kingdom to be established in the earth, right? That will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Uh-huh. And forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That's where I want to, I want to end there. He said, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. It means that the kingdom belongs to our Father. His name is God. Hallelujah. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our God is a powerful God. So if you have been born into the kingdom of God, you have not been born into a weak kingdom. You have been born into a kingdom of power. Hallelujah. Because he said that for thine is the kingdom. It means that the kingdom is his, and the power is his, and the glory is his, and it's going to be his for how long? For how long? So God is not like somebody who will just be in power for today, and tomorrow somebody will vote him out. God going to be in power forever and ever. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because the kingdom is his. As a matter of fact, in the kingdom system, they don't vote. When you become the king, you leave. You become king until you die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you see, God cannot die. He's, he's for, he forever liveth. So it means that the kingdom is going to be his forever. The power is going to be him, his forever. The glory is going to be his for what? Yeah. Hallelujah. 
So if you have been born into a kingdom where the power belongs to your father and nobody can vote him out, he's not going to die ever, oh, then you, should, you know that you are really in a kingdom. Can I get a very big amen? amen? So he said that the kingdom is his. I thank God that I've not been born into a weak kingdom, but I've been born into a kingdom where all the powers of that kingdom belong to my father. His name is Jehovah God. Hallelujah. But you see, he said that before then, he said that there will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the father expects you to bring down his power from heaven to the earth. Hallelujah. So God lives in that sovereign kingdom, but he expects you to bring that power. Let this power here rule on earth. Hallelujah. So God has given you a delegated authority. And that authority is backed by the powers of heaven, not the powers of the earth. Hallelujah. That is why when Jesus was going, he said, all authority has been given unto you. In my name, you shall cast out devils. Hallelujah. It means that everything that is in the earth, as long as it is in the earth, you have power over it. The only thing you don't have power over is your neighbor. But apart from that, you have power over everything that is in the earth. Because the kingdom is his, the power is his, and that power he has given it to you so that you can rule in the earth. See, I'm powerful. Are you sure? I don't think powerful people will say, I'm powerful. Powerful people talk bold. Say, I'm very powerful. Look at somebody and say, do you know how powerful I am? What did he say? Hallelujah. We have been born into a kingdom of power. And God expects us to use the power in the earth. Say, I'm going to use the power. Say it again. Say it well. Yes, you must use the power. You're going to use the power. When Jesus came on earth, Jesus only didn't teach. He demonstrated the powers of the kingdom he's coming from. Hallelujah. If Jesus came and just taught, they, nobody would have believed his message. If you are coming from a kingdom where the kingdom has power, then let us see it. Hallelujah. So when he preaches, when he talks about healing, the power of God is always there present to heal the sick. Praise God. Whatever Jesus talks about, he demonstrated with what? Power. Hallelujah. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not in word only, but in power. So it is not just word. Hallelujah. So it's not just us teaching and preaching the word and, and giving nine sermons. The nine sermons must be back with the demonstration of the spirit and power. Hallelujah. If we just preach this thing, it will just be like a lecture teaching. But it's beyond that. There is an anointing. There is power over the words we speak. Hallelujah. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power. Jesus is king. When he releases a word, there is power behind that word. Now you are also a king because Jesus is the king of kings. He is the king over we kings. And we kings, we don't reign in his domain. We reign in the earthly domain. So you are a king in this domain. See, I'm a king in this domain. I mean, in the earth, I'm a king. And I represent the king of all kings. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. 
So in the interim now, God expects you to rule over the animal kingdom, to rule over the, 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 the plant kingdom, to rule over the water kingdom. Every kingdom apart from the kingdom of God, you have power to rule over it. Because God has given you that power. Hallelujah. And where the word of the king is, there is power. You have power over viruses. You have power over bacteria. You have power over disease-causing germs. You have power over everything in the air because your father has given you the power. Amen. Can I hear a very big amen? amen? So there is no way you must fear a witch. You have power over, over witches. You have power over spirits. Hallelujah. As long as they are in this domain, my father has given me power over them. Even you have power over the devil. The devil himself. He said you should keep him under your feet. Oh, see, I have power. Hallelujah. As long as the devil remains in the earth realm, I have power over him. Praise God. Because God has given me the power. Can I get a very big amen? See, I've been born into a kingdom. And it's a kingdom of power. Hallelujah. Now, God's power is not released in any way. God's power is released through his word. It's as simple as that. To, to, to learn how to walk in authority and to release God's power, you must know the word of God. The Bible says that he, up, he upholds all things by the power of his word. It means that the word of God is the most powerful force in the universe. The word of God is more powerful than prayer. Because if you don't know the word of God, I don't know which prayer you'll be praying. Hallelujah. So even in prayer, we release the word of God in prayer. Why, how do we pray for the sick? We release the word of God in faith so that the sick will be healed. And that word is what heals the person. Can I get a very big amen? amen. So if you want to walk in the power of God, you must know the word of God. And that word must be a word that is in your spirit and not in your head. The Bible says the entrance of his word giveth life. Giveth light. Hallelujah. And bringeth understanding to the simple. So the word of God that you meditate on, that word enters your spirit. And when you release that word, oh my, there is power release. Because the word of God in God's mouth is as powerful as the word in your own mouth. The only thing that makes the difference is that it's in different maths. But that word carries the same power. Can I hear a very big amen? So if God could look at the, 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 the universe that was in chaos, without, which was in void, hallelujah, shapeless universe, and he said that let there be light and there was, he used the power, the word, to create that. And God expects you to use that same power in the word of God to create things and dominate things. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Hallelujah. If, if a demon manifests here, you are not going to do like this. He doesn't understand what you're saying. When you release the word, then they understand. Because the word you are speaking, you are speaking from a higher authority. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God has exalted his word above every of his names. Praise God. So God's word is above everything. This same God in Ephesians says that he takes counsel from his word. Before God will do anything, he has to consult his word. They might think that God 
can do anything by himself. He can only do things that are based on what he has said. He has said because the word of God and him is one. Hallelujah. Because the integrity of God is his word. So he does not break his word. Hallelujah. That is why when God says, I'll meet you 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, he's already, he's waiting for you. If God says, whatever I'll give you, he'll give you. That is why he's called the faithful one. Praise God. Because his word has that kind of integrity. Say, I carry power. Say it again. And I'm going to release it through the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So you have to know the word of God to release it. In prayer, don't just pray. I realize, sometimes I realize, I say, go. People say, people say they have prayed seven hours. And after praying for seven hours, you must see results. That's the kind of, that's the way I think. I don't believe to go and pray for seven hours and not see results. No. Because when you pray for that long, you should be able to release the word of power. And that situation, you must see at least a sign that something is happening. Can I get a very big amen? amen? So even if you pray for one hour, imagine one hour. All you are releasing is you are releasing powerful words from our kingdom. One hour. You see, you see how your prayer life can never be boring. One hour. Even 15 minutes. You are releasing. I'm telling you, you are creating something in the spirit. Hallelujah. Because the word you are releasing, that word carries the whole force of the universe. Can I get a very big amen? amen. See, I'm powerful. I'm powerful. I know the word of God. And I'm going to release it in prayer. Everywhere I go, I'm going to release the word of God. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Hallelujah. Let me show you something in... in, in John chapter 6. Very powerful thing. In John chapter 6. John chapter 6 verse 64. But there are some of you that believed not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they that believed not. Oh, I love Jesus. He already has foreknowledge. And who should betray him? Uh -huh. And he said, therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it was given Unto him of my father. You have come to Jesus not of your own will. It's because the father has drawn you toward him. What a scripture. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Uh-huh. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Just where they were. Now, before then, Jesus had worked miracles. He has multiplied bread. And now, because he multiplied bread, his disciples had increased. A lot of people were not following him because they know if you follow Jesus, half of bread you not lack. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he's the one who said, I pray that give us this day our daily. So if you walk with him, if there are two loaves of he will multiply it. Hallelujah. So everybody who was hungry know that as long as you go for the crusade, half of food is not a problem. So he, the number of his disciples increased. But when he began to teach them hard truth, the Bible says some began to go away. And that is how it is in the church. If you come to Jesus because of miracles or, prophets or prophecy, when he begins to teach you hard truth, you begin to pull away. I didn't come for all this. 
tell me that my business will, will, will prosper. That is what I came to hear. I came to hear. Hallelujah. But can I tell you something? Whether you receive a miracle or not, God is still God. He is still as powerful as he is. His power is not going to reduce because you didn't receive a miracle. Can I hear a very big amen? amen. Then Jesus said unto them, the, the twelve, will you also go? Now everybody was going to live twelve. Three thousand or four thousand people, where are they? If Jesus lost of <laughs> thousands of people just by one sermon. Now it was the twelve. He looked at them. He said, will you also go away? Look at what he said. They said, then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Can I get a very big amen? amen. The words of eternal life, it is Paul comes in and tells us that that word is called the word of life. There is a word called the word of life. And that is the word of life you must hear. It is not all preaching you must hear. The preaching must be the preaching of the word of life. That word must carry the word of life. If it doesn't carry the word of life, when something happens to you, you are going to get away from Jesus. But Peter knew that after the miracle, even if he goes, there is only one thing that is going to sustain his life. It is the word of eternal life. So he better stays with the master. Can I get a very big amen? amen? You must be in a church where the word of life is preached. Because it is the word of life that is going to sustain you. It is the word of life that carries God's power. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Hallelujah. Because Peter knew if he can follow Jesus and get this word of eternal life in his spirit, he will become immune to diseases. As his master was immune to diseases. So Peter may not need a miracle anymore. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Are, you getting, are you getting this thing? If you're getting it, just wave unto me. Say, I love the word of God. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse 16. The word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Paul is even telling his people that some of you who are not holding forth the word of life, you make me run in vain. Hallelujah. But when you're able to hold forth the word of life, he said that when you're able to do that, Paul is saying that when they do that, they, he will rejoice because he knows that his labor is not in vain. So the word of life is the word that carries God's power. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Say, I love the word of life. Jesus said, my words are not he said, the words I speak to you, they are, they, are, they are spirit and they are life. Paul comes in again. He said that the word that I'm telling you, they are not with enticing men's of, of men's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your, 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 your faith will not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Can I get a very big amen? amen. See, I love the word of life. Maybe you are not getting me. Are you getting me at all? Are you sure? Yes. Okay, let me give you an example. The word of life. Someone came, uh, somebody came for a meeting. We prayed for her. She needed healing. I think some of you were there. She had spondylosis. She needed healing. We prayed for her. She came back to me and said, three weeks, she was fine. Three weeks. Say three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks, 21 days, right? Yes. 
If you can be fine for 21 days, then that is great. Hallelujah. But all of a sudden, she was in the house, and some strange wind just blew, and she fell. And we're like that. The thing has come back, and it is worsen. Can I tell you why? When you receive healing, you must hear the word of life, so that the word of life will sustain that healing. If you don't hear the word of life, the, that disease is going to come back. And when it comes back, it will be more than what you ever had. Benihin prayed for a lady with, 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 with cancer and told the lady, now that you are healed, stay in our church for at least three weeks so that you hear the word of life, so that your cancer will not come back again. Her pastor called her and said, it's a trick. They want to keep you in their church. Then he said, we don't want to keep you in this church. I love your life. You must hear the word of eternal life. Can I get a very big amen? The lady's pastor fought and said, come back. It's just psychology. Blah, 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 blah. The lady decided. She left and went back to her church where the word of eternal life is not preached. After six months, the cancer came back. She got so swollen up and she died. Who killed her? Don't say anything. It's in your head. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because it is the word of eternal life that is going to sustain that healing. Can I get it? Can you? Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? Are you sure you are getting it? If you are getting it, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Are you sure? Because it is the word of eternal life. Jesus preached the word of life. When Jesus preached, he never told the people that if you are sick, go, come. Jesus preached the word. The Bible said there were times that Jesus would even be teaching. The power of God was present to heal the sick. The church without power is a religious organization. We are just... Can I tell you something? The church of Jesus Christ have not been called to build orphanages, to build universities, to build anything. The only thing we have actually been called to do is to preach the word of God. And to preach it in power and in glory. Your amen is weak. Maybe you don't like what I'm saying. Your amen is very, very weak. Building schools, orphanages, they are a byproduct of whatever we do. The main thing is that we must preach the word of God. And the word of God must come in power. Other than that, by the time we realize, the church will become a business seminar. Where we are teaching people how to prosper in their business. While souls are, are perishing. I'm telling you, when you encounter the power of God, your business has no, it has to just prosper. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Because it is the power of God that brings things down. When you are in bondage, it's the power of God that will break that bondage. Can I get a very big amen? Yes. If you can encounter God's power, I'm telling you things are going to change in your life. Amen. Say, Father, let me encounter your power. Oh, you are not saying it like you are somebody who is hungry. Say, let me encounter your power. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Can I tell you something? Only, only three people say I should tell them. All of you, right? <laughs> if we do not teach in power, we are wasting our time. 
We are wasting. I'm, if I don't teach him, I'm even wasting your time. And God doesn't want us to waste anybody's time. Some of you are businessmen, professors, you are serious people. Do you want to waste your time? You don't want to waste your time. You want to encounter God. Hallelujah. I am hungry. I want to enter into a certain realm of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Say, God, let me encounter your power. Because the power is yours. The kingdom is yours. The glory is yours. Can I get a very big amen? First John chapter 1. I love this scripture. First John chapter 1. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We don't have to turn the church into a business class. It is a place where people must be delivered. First John chapter 1 verse 1. Oh, what a beautiful scripture. Look at the scripture again. He said, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and, of, and our hands have handled, of the word of life, are you getting this thing? This word was the word Isaiah prophesied. This same word was the word the prophets prophesied. But John is saying that this was not just prophecy to us. We saw the word of life in action. We have handled of the word of life. And they touched Jesus. They were touching the very word of life. Because in John chapter 1, the Bible said, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. So the same word that was prophesied, the Bible said, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst men. It dwells among men like Peter and Cole. And the Bible says, John is telling us that, Ah, that word you are talking about, we have handled that word. We have sat with that word. We have talked with that word. It is the word of life. Verse 2. Go to verse 2. Let me tell you. Let me see. Oh, fast. Verse 2. He said, for the word of life manifested. And we have seen it. He's not telling you a story like Paul. He saw in Revelation. John is telling you, I sat with this Jesus. I sat with this word of life. The word of life that contains power that cancer can get out. The word of life that contains power that when he reaches a place, legions of demons will just bow and worship him. He said, I have encountered of the word of life. And he said, and I bear witness. Are you a good witness? Are you a witness of the power of God? He said, and I bear witness and show forth unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us, verse 3, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. He said, what they have handled, that is what they are declaring. Which, how has the power of God come into your life? How have you seen God's power manifested in your life? That is your testimony. That is what you must declare. Can I get a very big amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. He said that, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. As we fellowship with the word of life. Do you know the realm which God wants you to come into? The word where God wants you to come into is that you will be formed into the very image of his son. Because as you eat the word of God, as you study the word of God, he said that you are transformed. You are transfigured. The image which you see, you become that same image. Can I get a very big amen? 
Tell somebody, hey, 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 hey. Tell him you need the word of God. And I mean, when I talk about the word of God, I mean the word of life. Can I get a very big amen? amen. So if you're in a church, the, the church must be a church where they teach about divine healing. They must teach about prosperity. They must teach about everything that Jesus Christ represented. Because that is the word of life. Because without the word of life, many people have died because they never encountered the word of life. If only they have encountered, they would have lived a little long. Hallelujah. There are principles in the kingdom that we are in. The power of God doesn't just function anyhow. It works with laws. Hallelujah. One day a gentleman called me and said, man of God, <laughs> my, my, my sister is dying. She's dying. We are praying for her. Man of God, can you join us in prayer? I don't pray those kind of prayers. I have to find out from God. There are people immediately they say, oh, somebody is sick. He's dying. He say, eh. you, are, you, are, you are in a rush to pray. No. You don't even know why the person is sick. There were people Jesus met them and said, thy sins are forgiven and they became whole. Beneath that, they were in a particular sin and that sin had caught that disease. All they have to do is that their sin must be forgiven. So you don't go and just be praying. So I'm praying and I ask God, God, what is wrong? And God said, she will die. She will die. So I called him and I said, God said that your sister will die. <laughs> Someone said, you shouldn't say that. But that, they, they, because they were waiting for me. If they are waiting for you, what will you say? I'm just a messenger. Or what do you think? So I said, God said your sister would die. And she'll die in the next six hours. So if she does, if she has not accepted Jesus Christ, better lead her to cry. He said, man of God, my sister will not die. I said, I don't know which revelation you are functioning for. Maybe God has spoken to you. But because you called me, me what God said is what I have told you. He said, okay, man of God, shouldn't die. We'll gather prayer warriors. I said, no problem. Whether the mafias or the ninjas, I don't know. <laughs> they prayed. Since I was time coming, <laughs> my sister goes, God. I said, did you lead her to Christ? He said, yes. I said, fine. Bury her. Bury her. Bury her. Can I tell you something? God said, if she had heard the word of life in a consistent way, she wouldn't have died at that time. This is what God is saying. Someone said, God is merciful. God, see, God cannot do things outside the word of God. Can I get a very big amen? amen. All she needed was that if she was in a church where they preach the word of life, that when God saves you, he will keep you in health. He will keep you in peace. Oh, I'm the amen is weak. Yeah. Hallelujah. Don't be in a church because they are nice people. When some trouble comes, the, the words you have heard consistently, that is what's going to build faith for you to confront that situation. If all you have heard is twinkle, twinkle, little stars, when that trouble comes, you are going to quote twinkle, twinkle, little stars. And the devil doesn't know twinkle, twinkle, little stars. What he knows is the word of life. Can I hear the very big amen? amen. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to walk in power. I'm going to get connected to the word of life. 
Not only that, oh, I've seen many. I've, I've, seen, I've seen people just die because they hanged around with the wrong folks. You have to hang around with people like me. That's a fact because I believe in the word of life. Praise God. There was a friend who said, I, I saw in a vision, he was about to die. I said, hey, this is death. Oh, don't play. Friends who come who pray, oh, you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. Do you know how Christians can encourage you from their mind? Because when you are sick, they have to tell you something nice. It's not compulsory to tell somebody something nice. Because in the kingdom, we don't deal with nice words. We deal with powerful words. Hallelujah. If the guy is sick and you don't have anything to say, say a prayer and leave. Don't go and say, oh, you, you, you'll be well, oh. Three days, oh, you. And what you are saying, you don't even mean it. And the person dies. You have disgraced God. Praise God. So you got to just pray and leave. Hallelujah. So all these guys were just praying, praying, praying. I say, ah, God, this is death. <laughs> that was it. The word of life. Because the kingdom power is in the word of life. When we release that word, it's going to sustain you. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Say, Father, may, you, may the word of life sustain me. In Jesus' mighty name. Do you know, I don't really care about anybody who is a millionaire. I don't really care. Because see, if you don't have the word of life, you can lose that money within a day. The Bible says money has wings. It is the word of life that will sustain your prosperity. Amen. May the word of life sustain your prosperity. Amen. Do you know, there are people who come receive a miracle and they forget about God. <laughs> they think that they are, they, are, they, are, they are done. They don't know. The devil, when he's coming next time, is going to strike harder. And if we come and the word of not life is not in your spirit, I'm telling you, you are, you are in big trouble. Say, Father, I, 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 will hear Father I will hear the word of life. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Our kingdom is a kingdom of power. And we are going to demonstrate the power whether the devil likes it or not. Amen. Look at somebody and say, hey, 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 hey. We are going to demonstrate the power. Can I tell you something? I listen to a lot of preachers, though, but I realize that sometimes in our preaching, if we are not very careful, the very things we want to advocate, we tend to speak against. Do you, do you understand what I'm talking about? Like, it is nice for me to say that, you know, the power of God is, 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 is there. God can do this. But now, you know, there are many witch doctors that are parading as men of God. Do you know what I've done to you? When I say that, do you know what I've done to you? You have no idea. That statement is a powerful statement. Now, you will be wondering who is a witch doctor and who is a man of God. When they are training people in the bank to handle currency, they let them handle only the correct currency. They don't let them handle the fake one. Now they go, hey, was this the fake one? They handle only the correct one for a consistent time. And now when they touch a fake one, they know this one is different. Now, we must not make that statement. Look, I, had, I was listening to somebody was saying that now there are witch doctors that are parading are men of God. That is not my problem. Whether witch doctors, wizards, are parading, that's their own problem. 
But one thing I know is that we are in a kingdom of power. And God's power is greater than any witch doctor power. When Moses put his rod down and it turned to a snake, they were magicians. They are, they are, they are rods also turned into a snake. But what would differentiate is that Moses' snake swallowed all of their snakes. Can I tell you something? When the true power is in the church, no way doctor can put on collar and go and stand. You fall down dead. Because the power of God is in amen. Can I hear a very big amen? Because the, the, the reason why the way doctors are doing that is because you have refused to walk in power. When you are walking in power, I'm walking in power. All Christians around the world, they are walking in power. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I used to watch some guy. I, I think he's called Chris or something. He has this demonic power. He can suspend in the air. Have you watched, have you watched it before? I say, God, if only I'm around. By the time this guy suspends, I'll just send one angel. God, let him fall down. Because we must demonstrate our power. What are you talking about? That guy who hung on a bus with his hand like this. Just one hand. He's hanging on the bus. And the bus will be moving with speed. He won't fall. If I am around, this guy will fall. Because I carry more power than his power. See, church of your hand toward me. <laughs> Say, I'm in a kingdom of power. What? Say it again. Say it again. And I'm going to demonstrate it in my word. In the mighty name of Jesus, wherever I go, I'll let people know that I come from a kingdom that has power. And that power is with me here, right on it. If you believe that, let me hear a very big amen. Are you sure you carry power? I think that we are, we are so relaxed because we don't know how much power we carry. That is the fact. If we know how much power we carry, we will shake the world. Hallelujah. Shake the world. And we will not allow all these magicians or all these guys to let people think that uh, Christian, we don't even know who is uh, working true miracle and who is working false miracle. What do you mean by that? True miracle and false miracle. <laughs> Where was the magicians when God brought the plague? They should have turned the plague around. Where were the magicians when the first sons were dying? They should have resurrected all the first sons. When God is in an atmosphere, no demonic power can flow. Can I, can I get a very big amen? No demonic power can flow. What are you talking about? That is why when you are in an atmosphere, I think uh, these people don't like all that. I think when you are in the atmosphere, I think when you are, I think when you are in the atmosphere, no demonic power can flow. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as long as I am in my family, every demonic altar tonight, with the power of God upon me, I declare, may those altars be broken now. Now. Now, 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 oh, I see some altars being set on fire. Because our God is a consuming fire. Can I hear a very big amen? 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Tell somebody, don't be too nice a Christian. <laughs> Exercise some power. Shake me and say, hey, 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 hey. Exercise some power. <laughs> Glory. Your boss, your lady, your boss is worrying his heart. He doesn't know what he's trying. Just tell him, please, don't do that again. If you try it again, I will not do anything, but you may be no more. <laughs> you say, hey, who are you? He said, do you know who I am? <laughs> Can I get a very big amen? Do you know that sometimes some people are nobody, but the way they carry themselves, you're like, hey, Charlie, if you know you'll be power. <laughs> but the guy is nobody. <laughs> hey, carry yourself well. Because you come from a kingdom of power. Somebody told a story and just blocked the road. Nobody would go. And there was a guy in his jean shorts with some just club tea. He just came out and said, open the door now. Take that in. Do you know who I am? And the policeman want to talk. He will not even give him chance to talk. He want to say, ah, but you are you. He say, hey, my friend, I said, do you know who I am? If you don't open this thing, hey, my friend. By the time they realize, they say, yes, sir. They open. When the others were coming, they block. He was the only one who left. See, that guy is nobody. <laughs> I'm telling you, by you, you are somebody in Christ. When you enter the realms of the spirit and the devil puts some limitation, you are going to tell him, my friend, do you know who I am? Oh, I'm not getting the amen. I said, what? You are going to tell him, do you know who I am? Better remove the limitation so that I can enter my next level. Ah, can I hear a very big amen? Shake somebody and say, hey, 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 hey. He said, Cassie, how, how big is your power? Is your power very, very, very big? <laughs> Woo, glory to God. See, I carry the power. See, if I was not a pastor, the only, the, there are a few churches that I'll choose. That's a fact. I'll choose a church that in case I get sick, I can be healed. In case. <laughs> That's a fact. I won't be in a church will pour oil on me every day and I'll die. And go. No, I don't want to die now. Oh, I'm telling you the fact. I'll be in a place where if I'm in trouble, they can tell me that thou sayest the Lord. Pass it this way. I'll be in a place where there is a demonstration of the spirit and power. So that if some demons are disturbing and in case I don't know, by the releasing of God's word, I'll be broken free. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is the gospel. Praise God. And that is why we are following Jesus. Because if you're in trouble, Jesus will help you. Because all power is his. Stretch of your hand toward me. If you are sick in any part of your body, I command the powers of our kingdom. May those powers go through your body now. May every sickness in your body die now. May every sickness in your body die now. Bacteria, I destroy you now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Viruses in this building. I bind you. I command you to die. I command you to die. Pain in the body. I command you to leave. 
leave our bodies now. Leave our bodies now. Now in the mighty name of Jesus. And now may the healing balm of Gilead. There are diseases that may be in your body that you don't know. Any disease that even is in your body that you don't know, I command those diseases to come out of your body. I command those diseases to come out from your body. Now in the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, God is doing a miracle in your life. If you believe it, let me hear a very big amen. Let me hear a very, very big amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. See, I love the gospel. Because the gospel is a gospel of power. Without power, <laughs> our gospel is in vain. Praise God. But we don't want our gospel to be in vain. So we must demonstrate the powers of our kingdom. Hallelujah. I think this, this week, three people are going to demonstrate the powers of their kingdom. In your business, demonstrate the power. In your marriage, demonstrate the power. In your vicinity, demonstrate the power. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can I give you an assignment? Oh, can I give you one? <laughs> when you enter home today, you can declare that 200 meters radius around my house. If you are a witch and you fly, you will fall. Can you, can you do that? Some of you can extend your radius. De depending on how big you think you, you carry the power. <laughs> Hallelujah. People, the seat you are sitting on, they want it. They'll come and put something. By the time you enter, the power will divert that thing back. Yeah. Say, I carry power. Praise God. Don't play with evil, though. The devil is a very wicked guy. One day somebody came to me, he said, DJ, he came to me, he said, man of God, I don't have anything. I've not done anything. Why is the devil after me? I said, you don't know. This guy, the only thing he wants is that at the end, he will kill you and destroy your life. So don't think because you don't have anything, the devil will not. The... <laughs> He's a wicked guy. He doesn't care whether you don't have anything. If his, 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 his aim is to kill you. Until he has killed you, he's not going to spare you. Praise God. That is why you must be angry with evil. And decide that you are going to walk in the powers that God has given to you. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Praise God. So that if you are in, in prayer and you are praying spiritual warfare, you know the weapons of your warfare. That they are not carnal, but they are mighty true God to the pulling down of strongholds. Can I get a very big amen? As a matter of fact, any stronghold, I pull it down now. 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 Can I get a very big amen? I'm walking in kingdom power. Ah, I love power. How many of you love power? Yeah. Never think that the politicians are in power. They are not in power. Yeah. We are in power. <laughs> yeah. Because we can pray them out if we want to. Hallelujah. And pray people in if we want to. Because we carry the power. Say the power is mine. Are you sure it is yours? Yeah. Someone say Captain Planet. This is not Captain Planet. 
the power is yours. Jesus said the power is yours. Do you believe it? Look at somebody and say, the power is mine. I carry power. Psalm 63. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Don't assume that you are spiritually matured. Don't assume. <laughs> know it. Praise God. Because I find out that a lot of people fall into trouble because they assume that they have reached a certain place in God. Please, you can hear Bishop Oedipo quoting some things. It has taken him 20 years to build himself into that realm. When you quote it, it might not work for you. Build your capacity in God. Can I get a very big amen? If right now I can carry 50 kilogram weight, imagine a little girl, because I've carried 50 kilogram weight, that little girl will come and say, we are all human beings. So if you have carried, among the humans, I have grown. <laughs> As a mother of fact, my muscles are stretched. So I can carry that. Can I get a very big amen? So don't hear a man of God quote something. Build, tell somebody, please, I beg you, build your kappa. See, I tell him again. Build your capacity. That's the same way the disciples taught Jesus. Jesus will wake up, the Bible says, far before dawn, he'll go and spend four hours with his father. And he said that whatever I see my father do, that is what I do. So Jesus will come, there's a blind guy. I say, how long has he been blind? We'll just look and say, open, and it will open. They bring somebody, demon possessed, Jesus will say, come out. The Bible says, he cast them by his word. He said, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. <laughs> He doesn't have time to be fighting with demons. Jesus said, out by his word. And it was out. Peter, James, John, and Cody look and say, wow, this thing is very easy. So Jesus was praying on the mountain. And they brought a guy with epilepsy. Peter said, hey, this one, leave it for me. I'll be seeing the uh, papa doing it. Peter looked at him and said, my friend, out. <laughs> The demons say, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't go anywhere. <laughs> they were dealing with this demon for a long time, over hours. And Jesus appeared. And the man said, Jesus, <laughs> I brought this, my son. And your disciples couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. Then Jesus came out and said, you foul spirit. And the guy fell on the floor. And the guy got up and was fine. Peter didn't understand. Peter said, no, there must be something somewhere. So when they were going, he asked Jesus, Jesus, can I ask a question? Why, why couldn't we? You just came and did that. I, did, I said the same thing you have been saying. Is not, not, the word not come out? <laughs> Hallelujah. Some camels are anointed. Hey, can I hear a very big amen? Some camels carry power. Hallelujah. Then Jesus said, this kind, this particular kind, they don't go out but by fasting and by prayer. Then he said, he said another thing. He said, because of your unbelief, he has not built his capacity of faith. Tell somebody, please, build your capacity. 
Build your capacity. I've ministered to a lot of people who have rejected it and they don't have capacity. When I minister to you, do you know that it's not compulsory for you to believe? No, me, I know. that some of you believe, some of you don't believe. So I don't even worry myself to wonder, hey God, does he believe it or not? No. Hallelujah. Praise God. Build your capacity. Before you, because I don't know what God has spoken to you. Maybe if I tell you that your business is about to collapse. At that time, your business may be doing very well. <laughs> and you say, this man, what is he talking about? Can you come and check our, our balance sheet? But if that word is true word, it will collapse. But I'll believe you when you say that it won't collapse. Because maybe you have heard from God. That's the only thing. Because the Isaiah went to the mind and said, you're going to die, Hezekiah. <laughs> but you see, God, God, Hezekiah turned the thing around by himself. So I don't know, that, where, I don't know the level you are functioning from. Ask somebody, which, which realm are you? Do you know we are all not in the same level? Huh. Tell somebody, grow your faith. Grow your faith. Can I tell you something? As you listen to this kind of word every day consistently, you will never be the same. Huh? Some of you have watched the way you have grown and are marveled. I'm like Mr. Fakwesin. Just a short while. Some of the things he says, I say, hey! Yeah, very short while. Because when you are serious with God, it's not how long you have been in the kingdom. Do you know it's not how long? Somebody said that I was born twenty, uh, born again 20 years. I've been born again for 30 years. It doesn't matter. What have you been learning when, since you got born again? If you have been learning the wrong things, you have a, a wrong life. Hallelujah. I thank God for my life because when I got born again, I didn't have time to listen to wrong doctrine. <laughs> By the grace of God, I got connected to the right teachings at the right time. The first week I got born again, somebody gave me a book from Kennedy Hagen. The book was entitled Believer's Authority. After I read that book, I said, I, some men of God work with God. Some people, I don't know, where they, I don't know whether God called them or not. Praise God. How many of you have read that book, Believer's Authority by Reverend Kenny Hagen? Hallelujah. You will see pure demonstration of the word of life. I think I recommend that book to everyone. Praise God. Then I came in contact with certain preachers and I'm like, wow. So the thing, what you hear is not because a man of God is on radio, you must listen. Is it compulsory? It's not compulsory. <laughs> listen to the word of life. Because there are certain teachings that can just quench your faith. Can just quench your faith. One day there was a guy who was paying his tithe. On to listen to a man of God who said that the tithe have been abolished. And the guy quoted, there are people who always have scripture. They quoted, he said it have been abolished. The guy stopped paying his tithe. And things began to go wrong in his life. Why? Just one. Because he himself doesn't have time to search the scriptures. Jesus said that you err because you know not the scriptures. I recommend the scriptures to you. Tell somebody, I know, I know the scripture. Say it again. If you know all the footballers in, in Barcelona and you don't know the scripture, it is a shame. It is a big shame. Because this word of life carries your very life. 
Maybe you have no idea, but the word of God carries your very life. So you are not going to joke with the word of God at all. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Say, I love the word of God. I'm going to walk in kingdom power. Look at what David says in, in Psalm 63. He said, oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul tested for thee. Oh, my flesh longed for thee in a dry and a testy land. Where, where no water is. Uh-huh. Verse 2. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Can I get a very big amen? amen. Are you getting the scripture? David said, if he's in the sanctuary, he experiences the power of God. He has seen the power of God in the sanctuary. He has seen it demonstrated. But now he has found in himself in a place of dryness. And a dry and a terrible land. He said, God, I want to experience that power like I experienced it in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. So the power of God is not only in this auditorium. The power of God, you are carrying it on your head. In your home, you can demonstrate the power of God. In your office, you can demonstrate the power of God. Wherever you find yourself, you can demonstrate the power of God. David said, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen in thee in thy sanctuary. How many of you want to see the glory of God manifest in your house? You want to see the glory of God manifest in your house? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Play the word of God consistently in your house. Put in tapes. If, sometimes you can even sleep and let the tapes be on. Let it be on. Praise God. The first time the, the, an angel of God appeared to me, I've been having to, I've been planning. Sometimes I dream that the man of God is preaching to me. It's just a dream. <laughs> and I'm playing it, playing it. You attract presence. Even in your sitting room, your sitting room can contain presence. So that when somebody sits in your sitting room and he carries a contract, he will leave. In my car, I'm always playing tapes. Even my own tapes, I play it. Over, because if I'm preaching like this, it's not me. There is an anointing for me. And I'm teaching under that anointing. When we close and I begin to talk, I'm not talking under any anointing. Hallelujah. <laughs> but now, uh, there is something that is on me that is making me to teach. Can I get a very big amen? And whatever I say, they carry spirit and they carry life. Can I hear a very big amen? So one day I'm driving and I saw a man. He said, oh, can you stop? Can you stop? Can you take me to the next junction? The next junction. I said, okay, no problem. He sat in the car. Immediately he sat down. I drove just a few seconds. He said, let me get down. I said, I, I, I locked the door. Where are you going? You can't get down. By the time I realized, he's out. I didn't know how he got out. We, I said, but we have sex. Stop. I, I want to drop you at the next junction. He said, no. No. Your car will contain the power. Yeah. I say your car will contain the power. Yeah. May your car contain the power. Yeah. May your living room contain the power. Yeah. May your house contain the power. Yeah. Can I hear a very big amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. You con May your body itself carry the power. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when you enter into a place, they can sense that there is somebody who has entered. You are carrying some presence. May you carry the presence of God. 
Oh, how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. He didn't only anoint him with the Holy Ghost. He anointed him with what? He anointed him with what? It is not olive oil. It is what? Can I hear a very big amen? The Bible says, who were about doing good and healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. God was with him is that he carried the presence of God. How do you want to carry the presence of God? You enter into a certain place, somebody say, hey, man of God. You are, you are not a man of God, but the kind of presence, they say, this guy might be a man of God. Hey, may that presence come upon your life. I think these people, they only want the presence in a small measure. Wait, wait, wait. May the presence of God come upon... Can I hear a very big guy? Amen? I want to, just like, oh, oh. In the days of Charles Finney and Co. Charles Finney, before he enters into a plane, far, far before he enters into that city, people began to fall under the power. He is not yet in the city. And people are already falling. They don't even know why they are falling. They are under the power. They are dazed. Because the glory of God is... <laughs> Can I get a very big amen? Far. A man met him. Charles Finney was passing through a factory. And a man saw him. And then the man saw him. He said, oh, I want to repent. I want to repent. He said, repent of what? Why? He carried presence. When you enter into a place, you have carried holiness into that place. Ow! That's why he said, thou art a holy man of God. Thou art a holy man of God means that you carry the very presence of God. When you move, legions of angels move with you. I think I'm talking to only three people here. Say, God, let me carry your presence. David knew about presence. That's why I said, God, you can take everything away from me, but don't take your spirit from me. Because when the Holy Ghost is upon you, the presence of God has come upon you. And you're going to carry that power. Amen. See, I'm going to carry that power into my house, into my office, everywhere I go. I want to carry the power of God in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to carry the power of God. Can I get a very big amen? 